It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to the Under the Hood podcast, the official podcast of the ECHL's Indy Fuel. I am Andrew Smith, the broadcast voice of the Fuel. Glad you've joined us as we take a look at what's been going on with Indy's hockey team here in just this busy stretch in November. The Fuel took two out of three games in a homestand last week. We'll bring you the highlights from those contests and also two guests on this week's edition of the podcast. Number one, Ben Pulley, the ECHL's Ticket Sales Professional of the Year. We had him on during intermission of Saturday night's game. We'll bring you that interview. Also, Nick Olchek, my good friend and broadcast partner, he made his NHL debut a couple of weeks back, calling a game for the Chicago Blackhawks. That will be the first of many for Nick, who has been at my side for the last three seasons now as the color analyst for the Indy Fuel, and has also been doing some really cool things as well in the National Hockey League and uh, on television, calling some Notre Dame hockey as well. So, a lot to catch you up on. We'll bring you our guests later in the show. Right now, the Indy Fuel as we tick toward Thanksgiving 2021, 4-7-1 on the season, but they have won two of their last three coming back after a rough five-game road trip where they went 0-4-1, returning to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum last Wednesday to beat Fort Wayne and then knocked off Wheeling 5-2 on Friday before falling to Kalamazoo on Saturday. This week, the Fuel will head to the road on Wednesday to take on Wheeling. Then they'll head to Toledo on Friday. And then it's back home for back-to-back games against the Fort Wayne Comets Saturday night, November 27th, and then Wednesday, December 1st. Both of those games will see 7.05 p.m. face-offs. And, of course, we'll have the broadcast on Flow Hockey and on our audio stream at IndyFuelHockey.com. Let's take a look back at the week that was. The Indy Fuel returned home on Wednesday looking to snap a five-game skid. And did they ever? After giving up 19 goals total in their previous three games, the Fuel really focused on their defensive effort early in the week, and it showed on Wednesday when the Fort Wayne Comets came to visit. Indy limited Fort Wayne scoring chances and got all the offense it needed early in the first period from the stick of Cliff Watson. And the Fuel gained possession. A dangerous pass is collected by Howarth across the Fort Wayne line. Puts on the brakes. Left hash. Sends it to the trailer for a shot to goal. Cliff Watson goes top shelf as he came in as the trailer on the play. Took the feed at the top of the left wing circle and buried it under the bar. The Fuel lead it one to nothing. The star of the night on Wednesday, however, was Fuel goaltender Cale Morris. He made 27 saves for his first professional shutout and made that goal by Cliff Watson stand up in a one to nothing victory. Morris will stop for his defense. Chaika trying to play it over for Schneider, but turns it over to Ross. Now here's a feed out in front for a shot. A tremendous save made by Cale Morris as he robs Tyler Bush. Bush thought he had a ton of open net with a backhander from the top of the blue paint. And Morris came across and calmly gloved it. Over to Kellen Jones up top for Connor Jones. Shot save made. Rebound. Morris got that one on McIver. Two big saves from Kale Morris as the fuel iced the puck. Stapled to the boards by Texera. A couple of fuel players come over as the horn sounds. And the Indy Fuel are victorious. One to nothing. 
over the Fort Wayne Comets. And Cale Morris has his first professional shutout, the second victory by shutout for the Fuel this season. Cale Morris makes 27 saves to make Cliff Watson's goal stand up. On Friday night, the Wheeling Nailers visited the Indiana Farmers Coliseum and took an early lead just two minutes and 40 seconds into the game. But it didn't last long as the Fuel responded. Brent Gates scored on this deflection of Keone Teixeira's shot from the point to not the game at one. Fuel the stretch pass into the Wheeling zone. Jared Thomas hops on it in the left wing corner. Smith tries to beat him to the puck. Gates sends it a little further along. Comes out to the point for Teixeira for a deflection from Gates. He scores! Brent Gates with an absolutely perfect deflection on the point shot from Keone Teixeira. And the Fuel have tied this up 1-1, to working the puck from low to high, getting the point shot, and then Gates with a perfect stick. And for Brent Gates, that's goal number five on the season. And point number nine for Gates as the Fuel are able to win a battle in the near side corner. And Brent Gates works himself from the corner to the net front. That's where the whole play happens, Andrew. He doesn't stay to the outside. He's got a wheeling nailer to his backside, able to get open, present his stick. He only takes sure with his head up, finds the stick. And I love the little maneuver that Brent Gates does. Just opens up the blade, allows the puck to act like a ramp. And it goes right over the short side side, side shoulder of Alex Dorio. A big-time response with a fuel with a goal completely against the run of play. It took just 47 seconds of the second period for Cliff Watson to score his second goal of the season and his second in as many nights in a four-on-four situation, giving the Fuel the lead for good. Brent Gates sends it back up to the point. Lee over to the far circle, back into the high slot. Cliff Watson fires and scores. He beats Dorio stick side as the Fuel beautifully cycled the puck through the offensive zone in the four-on-four. Found Watson in the slot. And he fires it past Dorio on the fuel lead at 2-1. Well, how about two goals in two games for Cliff Watson? The only goal, the last game against Fort Wayne, and he's on the board now with a go-ahead goal. The great play is he just comes streaking through the slot area. Heck of a pass from Yetman. Takes it away, away from traffic. Brent Gates took advantage of a fortunate bounce to give the fuel a 3-1 lead later in the second period. And then in the third, Jacob Laguerrier, just a couple of days away from celebrating his 21st birthday, took advantage of another fortunate bounce to give the Fuel a 4-1 to lead. Takes it the other way. His dump in hits a Fuel body and is cleared back to the wheeling line. Spencer Watson sidesteps a check to Brent Gates. Looks to center and scores! The Fuel get a fortunate bounce as Brent Gates was looking... For a far post feed and it deflected on the way in and beat Dorio and the Fuel lead it 3-1 on Brent Gates' second goal of the night. Dorio leaves for his defense and Ortiz takes a shot. The Fuel take the puck, try to put it out in front for Yetman, but it's broken up. Ortiz's stick, Andrew, is stuck in the boards. Now here's a shot and a goal. The Fuel continued on the cycle. Chad Yetman won the puck below the goal line, sent it out to the left wing circle, and Jacob Laguerrier hammers it home with the fuel lead of 4-1, again taking advantage of the friendly boards, and this is the second time in two years 
that the fuel have scored a goal after a wheeling defenseman got his stick stuck in the end boards. It happened down on the other end last year, and this time it allows the fuel to maintain possession of the cycle, and Laguerrier does not miss from the left faceoff dot, his second goal of the year. As always, Nick Olchek joining me on the call. Cliff Watson would add an empty netter, giving the fuel the 5-2 to two victory over the Wheeling Nailers and extending their winning streak to two games. The fuel fell to the Kalamazoo Wings 5-3 to three on Saturday, falling behind 4 to nothing before mounting a furious comeback on goals from Spencer Watson, Cliff Watson, and Seamus Malone. For Cliff, that was four goals in three games, but... It ultimately fell short in a 5-3 to defeat at the hands of the K-Wings. So that's a look back at last week's games and a 2-1 and homestand for the Fuel. Again, two road games this week before the Fuel return home Saturday night. We'll tell you a little bit more about that game against the Fort Wayne Comets later on in the show. But let's bring you our guests. Our first guest on Under the Hood is Ben Pulley. Ben has been with the Fuel from the beginning as a member of the ticket sales team and is beloved by our fans and season ticket holders. And Ben is a guy who has done everything, including going on the ice. He dressed for the Fuel as an emergency backup goaltender last season in a victory over the Fort Wayne Comets and also occasionally will tend to the net in practice, but has worked for the Fuel and before then the Indiana Ice as well. And he's done, as I said, everything. He's run the music. He has helped tend the rink. He's been behind the scenes selling tickets and has worked with our fans and built relationships with our fans. And Ben is as much of an all-star in the front office as any of the guys on skates are on the ice. And we're really glad to have him be a part of our team and... Glad that he was recognized by the ECHL as the league's ticket sales professional of the year this past summer at the league meetings in Las Vegas. And it was an overdue and well-deserved honor for Ben. We wanted to spotlight the ECHL's top ticket sales professional as Ben stopped by the booth to chat with Nick Olchek and I. Here is that conversation. First of all, congratulations. That's a well-deserved honor, and those of us that have worked with you for a long time know it was long overdue. How special was it for you to receive that and hear your name in, in Vegas and be, be recognized for the great work you've done? Well, first off, I'd like to congratulate you, Andrew, winning Broadcaster of the Year, and Nick being able to call an NHL game. That's very special for both of you as well. Uh, for myself to be called in Vegas, it was really special because it's been a long time in the making with not just our current staff, but former staff at the Indy Fuel as well as uh, back in the Indiana Ice days. So I've had a lot of mentorship through the Indianapolis community. So very special. Well, and you look at all the things you've done and going back to the ice days, you've run the rink, you've played the music during games, you've been a backup goaltender and... Uh, helped out during practice, got the opportunity to dress for a game last year. Describe the attitude you've had where you've just been able to pinch hit wherever you've been needed, no matter what the role. Yeah, for me, being in the the minor league system uh, is really a unique and special advantage, in my personal opinion, because you get a chance to fill in and find your niche and put on a lot of different caps. So whether it's getting out on the ice, 
playing music or helping people around the stadium, it's all been very special. Well, and take us through what a typical day is like for you in, in tickets and how important is it to build relationships and how much do you enjoy building relationships with our season ticket holders? 100%. Building relationships is one of my favorite things to do, if not my favorite in the ticketing world, just because it gives me a chance to get to know who's coming to our games, but we're all tied into the love of hockey, so it's been very special to just get to know different people's stories because everybody's very unique in how they got into hockey. How special was it last year? You got a chance to dress as the emergency backup goaltender against the Fort Wayne Comets to put the pads on, take warm-ups, and and be a part of it, and be a part of a big win, too. Well, I, Sean did the heavy lifting for us getting the, <laughs> the shutout, so he made my job a lot of easy just to try to make sure I did as well as I could in warm-ups, but... I'd like to think that I showed off a glove hand that some of the guys didn't expect. (laughs) Well, Ben, you do so many things on a day-to-day basis that helps this team run so well. Maybe what's a little bit of advice that you can give to younger people who maybe want to get into this profession or people who are still trying to cut their teeth? If you had uh, a mentee and you being the mentor, what are some things that maybe you could kind of uh, allow other people to know about what your job and what makes a successful person in the role that you are? I would say being able to be open to getting into all different aspects of the job and making sure that you're not saying no, that's not your responsibility, because each situation really gives you a chance to uh, soak up different parts of the job like a sponge and uh, whether it was hockey operations, uh, writing out stat sheets and calling players in the junior days to selling tickets it has really made me well-rounded so i would say make sure that you come in with an open mind and want to work hard and someone that's from the area what is it like to work for a team in an area where you're so familiar with Uh, it's nice to have a lot of people that i see around the ranks that just even grassroots and word of mouth because i am in the ranks three to four times a week either playing men's league i'm starting to get into some goalie coaching with the junior fuel and just to see a sport that in this area is more niche but i'm getting to watch it really grow is is very very heartfelt to me and so it's a part of the community and one that i did grow up playing in and i want to see it keep succeeding here obviously you have that opportunity to give back and you mentioned that working is a little bit of a goalie coach helping out some of the younger guys yeah how important is it for you as somebody who grew up playing hockey here you played collegiately club hockey i know at purdue and uh, to now be able to give back to the next generation and and help grow this game here in in the circle city oh it's second to none just um I have a young goaltender that I worked with a couple years ago that's now at the AAA level and has got a lot of looks, and he was somebody that has tried really hard and come in with the proper attitude, and watching him succeed and get to go places shows that Indiana does have some top-tier talent, and we have some people that are knocking on the door at the NHL level and have reached it, so. What does a typical game night look like for you as the person who's helping make sure all of our great fans get into the building and have so many great options here to enjoy a hockey game yeah 
Uh, honestly, it's a whirlwind. It's uh, I love being able to be out in the lobby at the start of the game, greeting people, making sure that everything is going well, and helping put out problems to make sure that they're experiencing uh, exactly what we have here, which is a great time. So, What's your favorite thing about working here with the fuel? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I think it is getting to see the same people in the seats. And I can tell you when I got a dress for Kansas City, it was weird to be on the other side of the glass looking around, seeing all the familiar faces. It felt like kind of getting to graduate in front of a bunch <laughs> of your family. Well, Ben Poley, congratulations, the ECHL Ticket Sales Professional of the Year. Thanks for joining us during our first intermission, and enjoy the rest of the evening. Well, thank you. Congratulations to both of you as well, and we'll look forward to keep building on this. That's Ben Pulley, the ECHL's Ticket Sales Professional of the Year, joining Nick Olchek and I in the booth during last Saturday's game. Our second guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give you one anyway, because this is a voice you've been hearing if you've been listening to Indie Fuel Games the last three years. Nick Olchek has been my broadcast partner since the beginning of the 2019 season, and you've really enjoyed his pinpoint and outstanding analysis and descriptions of what's happening on the ice in every Indie Fuel home game. Well, the ECHL is a developmental league for all of us, including the broadcasters. And we're all seeking that call to the National Hockey League. Nick realized that call a couple weeks back as he got a chance to make his NHL debut with WGN Radio calling a Chicago Blackhawks game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Nick is a rising star in our business and... We knew that he would get the call to the National Hockey League sooner rather than later. And so when he returned to the booth last Friday night, we had a chance to catch up and look back at Nick's NHL debut. So here is my conversation with my good friend and broadcast partner, Nick Olchek. First of all, congratulations to you for getting that opportunity and, and earning that opportunity. But just describe what that was like for you to really have that whirlwind day to get the call in the morning and say, hey, look, you're needed on the air tonight and uh, you're making you're making your NHL debut. Yeah, yeah. No, first off, Andrew, I would be remiss if I didn't thank you for everything over the years. You've been a grade A broadcast partner and most importantly a tremendous friend. So that that's where it all starts. And of course a massive thank you to the Indy Fuel organization who gave me my start. Jim Hallett, Larry McQuarry, everybody in the Indy Fuel organization that uh, has been instrumental in allowing me to do what I love to do. Mark Granda included, Dana Roth, everybody uh, has been so gracious. And of course the great Indy Fuel fans who have done nothing but... Uh, Keep me going and and, and uh, you know keep me loving loving life here in Indy. Um, but just to take you through a whirlwind of what was uh, November 9th for me, I, I woke up to a phone call from somebody in the Chicago Blackhawk organization, and they said, "Hey, Nick, uh, Kaylee Chelios, who was supposed to do the game at the time, uh, was ill, um, and the other person that we were going to ask is is out of town. Uh, would you like to do the Blackhawk and Penguin game tonight?" And to be honest, Andrew, it was like 7.05 in the morning. And I woke up and I pretended like I had already gone for a run and worked out. <laughs> so I was just like, hello, yes, hello, hello. And uh, they, I, got, I was posed with that question. And honestly, for a second, I, I thought to myself, I said, 
did I ever wake up? Am, am I still sleeping? Am I dreaming? And, uh, of course, I said yes a million times over, and it was just a whirlwind of a day. And so I strapped up my boots, showered, put on my pants, and sprinted down to the United Center and was able to be around a couple of the guys at the morning skate, talk to the newly mented head coach, Derek King, and a couple of the people in the Blackhawk organization, and they couldn't have been any more gracious to me. And, uh, you know, started with Rocky Wirtz, Danny Wirtz, Jamie Faulkner, Adam Rogowin, the entire Blackhawk organization for uh, for allowing me just an incredible honor, and I thank them immensely uh, for allowing me to do that game and uh, to complete what was a long-time dream of mine, um, but just a whirlwind of a day. And honestly, Andrew, I tell people this. They say, were you nervous? I said, I honestly wasn't nervous at all. It was one of the, you know, I really wasn't nervous at all. It was one of the most comfortable broadcasts I've ever done. And I think the reason why is just because it was such a whirlwind of a day. It just came out of nowhere. And I think if I would have found out a week prior, I would have been uh, sweating a little bit uh, going into my first game. But just a whirlwind of a day an emotional day to be able to share that moment with with my dad doing the, the tv color side and, and me doing the radio was uh was an awesome moment for for our entire family and um, you know as a kid who grew up calling games in his bedroom playing video games and watching hockey on tv and keeping the family up at two in the morning because i'm getting excited calling the games uh it's uh, it's all kind of come full circle and absolutely love what i do so again a massive thank you to the entire Indy Fuel organization who gave me my start and, of course, the Blackhawks for, for allowing me to uh, to do what I've always wanted to do. Yeah, getting a chance to work with John Whiteman, too. Yeah. You mentioned not really having any nerves and yeah. and to work with a pro. And the funny thing was, as we were leaving the last game we did together a couple of weeks ago, uh, I almost texted you and said, Listening to John Whiteman is a good way to feel inadequate as a broadcaster because he is so yeah. incredibly good and professional. And, of course, longtime fans, uh, myself included, remember when he was doing Cincinnati Cyclones games back in the 90s. Right. And uh, you can hear him from a section over at Market Square <laughs> Arena just to describe what it's like to work yeah. with uh, with a pro like John and and how that really helps ease you into that yeah yeah no he is the definition of professionalism i don't think there's any question about that you talk to anybody he's got the utmost respect in the in the hockey world and especially in terms of of broadcasters and i think he just made me feel comfortable andrew and he does that with everybody right i mean the blackhawks are are in a transition with the broadcast and they've had a couple of people in colin frazier has called games this year paul capanigri has called games this year kaylee chelios as well and and, and, and me also. So, uh, you know, the job for Johnny Weideman has not been easy. Multiple broadcast partners trying to get everybody in and, and find out what their, uh, what their ticks are, how they like to call games and how they like to get in and out and their cadence and the way that they like to do things. So, I mean, working with him has just been uh, incredible. Uh, he's as gracious of a guy as there is. Uh, extremely easy to work with and by that I mean he just always knows the right thing to talk about he's always in tune with what the heck's going on 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 the ice and just I think first and foremost just a a first class guy off the ice and was extremely receptive because look he doesn't have to be nice I mean he's a legend in the business and you know he doesn't have to welcome new people in you know into his broadcast booth and uh, but he did. He was unbelievable with me, and, and hopefully get a chance to call uh, a lot more games with him in the future. And, and of course, a massive thank you to Troy Murray, who is is battling cancer right now. Um, and, and our thoughts and prayers are certainly with him Absolutely. above anything else. Uh, but for him to give me his blessing and allow me to sit in his 
throne, not his chair, his throne alongside Johnny Weideman was, was an incredible uh, incredible blessing and just honored to have gotten his thumbs up to be able to do it. Well, and I know it was a really special moment last spring when you and your father did a game together here, uh, the three of us here at Indy, but had to be extra special for you even though you were in separate broadcast booths to be doing the same game in the National Hockey League. And it's funny because it was similar to the drive, Andrew, that we had coming down here because when we did the game last year with you, we uh, we drove down to Indy together and a little bit you know, of a different uh, destination driving down, but we drove down to the United Center as well on the, in that game and just a lot of emotions. Uh, and look, at the end of the day, I've always wanted to get to the National Hockey League and knew I would never get there as a player, but uh, always wanted to get there as a broadcaster and to say that I've at least called one game in the National Hockey League is just an incredible thing and, and a moment that I will always look back on and uh, with, uh, with a whole lot of joy. Well, first of many, for sure. Thank you. And also, get a chance uh, to turn on NBC Sports Chicago. You'll catch Nick on a few Notre Dame games as well as you've been the uh, analyst for a couple. you got another one coming up next Friday when the Irish take on Boston College. It's been great to get some TV experience yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah that's been... It's been awesome to do that, and look, I mean, there's there's nothing I've ever wanted to do more than to be a broadcaster, whether it be radio, whether it be TV. They're both really, really special in their own unique way, and you know, a, a massive thank you to everybody at Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish community, Mark Bellotti of the NBC Sports Group, who has kind of spearheaded and allowed me to, to jump in there, and then hopefully I've done well, and hopefully people have been happy with uh, what they've seen and what they've heard, but... Uh, all these things going for me. It's just been it's been a blur. But again, to the entire Indy Fuel organization and fan base who gave me my start, I owe you guys the biggest thank you. Well, it's it's a pleasure to share the booth with you. It's uh, been a fun three years, and it's uh, you know when was listening a week and a half ago and uh, hearing my broadcast partner <laughs> on an NHL broadcast and, and describing you know, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane are doing it. Uh, certainly made me and I think a lot of our uh, our fans here feel a lot of pride in, in what you've accomplished and what you will continue to accomplish in this game it's been uh, it's been tremendous and as I said it's the first of many I'm really proud of you partner and um, thank you man I, I like I said I appreciate it and I tell everybody this whether it's on the air or in in private uh, I don't think I could have asked for a better first broadcast partner in you uh, everything you've been uh, helping me out with over the years, and uh, you know, a massive, a massive kudos to you as well. So let's uh, hope for an Indy Fuel win tonight. But yeah, a, a massive thank you to everybody involved, and uh, like I said, hopefully, uh, hopefully the first of many to come. Yeah, thank, and uh, certainly it, it is a pleasure. And and he'll continue to join me in the Indy Fuels broadcast booth for many of the games this season. Of course, the Fuel back home on Saturday, November 27th, as they take on the Fort Wayne Comets. It's Marvel Superhero Night, presented by Financial Center Federal Credit Union. Your favorite Marvel superheroes arrive at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, as the Fuel will wear Sam Wilson Captain America jerseys as they face the Fort Wayne Comets. Captain America and Spider-Man will be our special guests They'll be walking around the concourse signing autographs and taking pictures with all of the heroes in the stands. Also, the first 500 fans to donate to Pack the Pantry will receive a giveaway item presented by Financial Center Federal Credit Union. That's Saturday night, November 27th, The Fuel taking on the Fort Wayne Comets. Also, the same two teams on Wednesday, December 1st, and that's the first of our Wintertainment Games. 
Those games are presented by Somerset CPAs. What a better way to spend the winter season than at Wintertainment with a fuel. Winter-filled entertainment for several nights as fans will have the opportunity to purchase player-painted ornaments and more. All proceeds will go to Community Health Network from the ornament sale. And after that game, the Fuel will head to a four-game road trip before returning home on December 17th and 18th for the final two games before the Christmas holiday. December 17th will be an all-you-can-eat night as well as another Wintertainment game. And Wintertainment continues on December 18th with Teddy Bear Toss Night, one of the great nights of the year. So we've got a number of great promotional nights ahead for you. Lots of indie Fuel Hockey coming up here in the next couple of weeks and then later on in December. You can get your tickets at all Ticketmaster outlets as well as the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office and get all the ticket info you need at IndieFuelHockey.com. We're looking forward to seeing you at all of the upcoming games at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Of course, we'll have the broadcasts on Flow Hockey of all 72 games home and away and all home games on our audio stream, which you can find at IndieFuelHockey.com. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. Thanks to Ben Poley and Nick Olchek for joining us as well as our guests. Until next time, this is Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indie Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.